Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Most definitely well, yes. <laughs> coming at you hot today. Steve moved the time. Steve moved the time up thirty minutes. I I did that time. I have an engagement. What are you doing? I'm having lunch with a friend. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better (laughs) podcast with Joel and Steve. My name is Joel, and I'm Steve. And this is going to be a podcast. Um, you're having lunch with a friend. That's good. Oh, I see a special guest in the background. Hi, Holly. No, she just left. She can't hear you either. Dang it. She's like doing this pointing, and I'm like, just do what you need to do. <laughs> just go on. It's it. fine. It's Come fine. and go. Whatever. We're we're a chill we're a chill outfit here at the Try to Be Better podcast. I don't know that that's true exactly. I think I've I'm feeling such like um. Well, I've had <laughs> I had a couple of different people in in certain communities that we attend come up and say that was a great podcast last week with uh, oh. Bob Browner. Well, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. It really was great. Was that was great. like, we were on our best behavior. It was yeah. good. I actually listened to the, I was, you know, sometimes I listened back and listen for the first few minutes to make sure the bird took off the ground, you know, and I listened to the whole damn thing. Last <laughs> you don't, week. you don't stick around for the plane crashing into the mountain. I don't. <laughs> I, I did that. You know, I put I did a that lot early of, on I put and, a and lot it just of feels thought weird. into the outro music, you know? The what was the it was the beer I, of all the songs oh. I thought you were gonna choose to take us out of that last episode. The beer was, song was not the one I thought you would choose. That's why I chose it. That was that was a that was a hard left turn. <laughs> I was I was I laughed out loud with that. I was one. I was flipping through my you know catalog and I'm like, well, that's gonna happen. <laughs> it just and that's how I choose them. Really, it's like, does it feel? It was right. it was a it was a nice touch of out uh, you know out of left field irreverence exactly because we had such a serious conversation right with Dr. Rauner yes yeah but no I don't really go back and I mean I used to go back and listen and sometimes like a like if it's a good if it's not not like some guests are good some guests are not good I usually listen to the guests guest one all the way through um, just because I want to make sure like was I a dick but I, right. I don't know. I, I don't know. It Wait, seems so what little... you're saying is that we're not that interesting to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's an interesting point. Like, should eh, I be more interesting to eh, myself? Is that eh, a good idea? <laughs> heard it. Well, yeah, but at a certain point, I maybe it's just it's a slippery slope of narcissism for me. Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I can get a little up my own ass sometimes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. too. So it's like, okay, I'm, it, it, there's something also about like just letting the thing be and releasing it to the world and not going back and analyzing it. It's sure. It's a, it's a, but there's, you know, there's the, the there's the element of quality control. Yeah. Right. Like there's some where you and I have like gotten heated about certain things. No, I need to take that down. Do we need to, you know? Well, I mean, there may come a day where, um, what what am I trying to say? Where we could be enemies of the state. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. All the more reason to keep going. I say, yeah. Sorry, kids. Your dad's in jail for speaking his mind. <laughs> Not in jail. Uh, detained. You're detained. You're being held. I'm, I'm, for be- questioning I'm, be- I'm being. I'm being reeducated. Reprogrammed. I'm getting my patriotic education with shock therapy. Right. <clears throat> M- maybe some waterboarding. <laughs> Wait. What? Why? What? I don't. I don't uh, know that I would warrant waterboarding. I don't have any information. Yeah, which is become, I, that's gonna another. Become, it's going to become apparent as this podcast continues. Yeah, I'm like you know, 
I don't think I don't. Yeah, I don't think either of us are holding on to anything that warrants waterboarding. Probably not yet. Right. In the words of uh, George Clinton, think it ain't illegal yet. George Clinton. Mm-hmm. Straight from the mothership. Um. Right on. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is so really nothing there's really nothing going on there's no, i mean that's the thing like this is between time maybe i don't know i like between like, time it's like what? it's between time between what between a rock events. and a hard place i have such my brain and maybe maybe other fo- like academics can relate to this my brain is all it's trying to do is stay in somewhat of some semblance of an order post spring break towards graduation. Like it's like, that's kind of what I mean. I'm like, okay, there's not, there's not like, there's, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like conditioned with the calendar at my job where, all right, there's not a lot to ramp up right now, but in a couple of weeks it will be. We just got done with a big project. We're starting a new one, but it's not really panic time yet. Uh, it, it feels in between. And so I'm kind of like, you know, that's where I'm at. You know, that's what I mean by between does time. not revolve around you and your schedule, Joel. In my mind, it does, Stephen. I get that. I appreciate You know what that. I mean? Yes. 100% actually, yes. Yeah. I just don't. I I'm really also. I I get. Yeah, my brain is waking up with this first cup of coffee that I'm drinking. I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't didn't get enough energy mustered last night to go buy a cheap ticket to see Toto and Journey at the at the Pinnacle Bank Arena. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed. I'm kind of regretting it. You could have you could have done the rains down in Africa, man. All I want to do. I want to wake up in the morning and see your eyes. You know, right. I want to hear. I wanted to hear Rosanna. I wanted to hear Africa. You, you know, you had your chance, man. Yeah. We went up, we went up to Omaha yesterday and did a thing. And by the, and then, and then we had a, a, a person with, with us who had never had lived in Lincoln for the last, I don't know, few years. And had, we were talking and we were making, phallic jokes about our capitol building and they were like i've never seen that i've never been in there we're like we pulled over walked through the capitol really so by the time i got done with my day it was like i I didn't feel like going to a journey show but this is weird that my brain really is waking up with every sip of coffee i drink um it's about time you join the conversation yeah it took me a minute it Uh uh-huh I saw some sort of cult induction of cult teenage induction, cult induction of teenage kids. Oh, at the Capitol building. Oh yeah. You, I saw something about that. What was yeah, that? I, I put that in the, our group text. Yeah. It was what appeared to be either junior high to younger high school age kids in white robes uh-huh. with red hoods uh-huh. and weird, uh, like red bandanas yeah. over their eyes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> they were all yeah. blindfolded. Yeah. And they were waiting and, in and the that hall. was that was inside the Capitol building. That was literally inside the front doors of the Capitol. Okay, that's gonna be you need to post that picture so that our our listeners will know have a point of reference. I think it's I think the pictures are anonymous enough that I'm I wouldn't yes. be like putting anybody Well, I mean they have the one person that has side face showing is wearing a mask right well it's it yeah it's like a blindfold it's a literally yes. a rolled up see at first glance bandana. i thought it was i thought it was um people using the handsmaid's tail garb to protest well everything but that's no, no, not no, no. That this is. was not a protest there were there was one adult in the hallway uh-huh because i stood there and they were ushering these kids into something behind a closed row, like a closed sign. 
Yeah, yeah. And they were trying to get them into a room, and then when I came back, because I went to get the rest of our group to, I wanted to show them this. I'm like, what the hell is this? They were gone. But yeah, teenage kids in white robes with red hoods with a red blindfold being ushered into some room behind closed ropes at the Capitol. I'm sure there's a perfectly logical explanation for that. I can't think of what it would be right now, but I was like, no, oh, knowing, yeah, you know, maybe the way, they're knowing the way our legislature is going. Nothing's off the table. Right. It, but it does look like for I, I when I walked into that hallway, I was like, yeah, I immediately thought of like the Betsy riot folks. Yeah, that, that's what I thought, too. Betsy. Riot, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the dress up, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah," and then I'm like, "Get them!" No, they're this is something else. They don't want to be seen. Did, did did the people in the um costumes, the festoonery, did they appear to be distressed? They didn't, but they also didn't appear to be excited. You know, they were sort of standing. They were in limbo. Well, I will put this up on our Instagram, and I will put just a blank type box does anybody where... have any idea what this is because frankly yeah. it's pretty weird it's super weird <laughs> yeah, these are like high school age kids it's probably you know it's probably a community theater thing i really it i've done community theater we I, i've be- participated in community theater steve we, we don't we don't get to use we don't get to just use so that's the, not the capital as rehearsal space <laughs> <clears throat> It's yeah, dude, white, it was weird. It's white robes and red masks that look like they may or may not be made out of a truck stop bandana. Yeah, I think they are truck stop bandana. I'm I my my conspiracy theory goes all theory brain goes off the map. It's like you know. And what day of the week was this? This was on a Saturday afternoon. During like you could just walk in. Yeah. I mean the so, capital's open. Whatever it it couldn't have been so nefarious that they wanted to hide it, but it was behind a closed sign. So when yeah, I walk back, but you're, I, I see the closed sign and the kids are like right behind it. So it's not like, well, I don't think they wanted anybody wandering through there is what I mean. Oh, Oh, because I the see. building is open. You can walk around. Sure. But you can't go everywhere. The, yeah. Well, they definitely didn't want to go to that wing of it. <clears throat> is it was it, isn't there like you know that's where i'm like okay it doesn't don't the freemasons have like groups for kids that's where i get a little weird they i don't have like, know i don't yeah, they know do. I, and, and here we I are me, i me legitimately just masons. don't know freemasons they're gonna come out of all the groups that we've taken shots at the freemasons are gonna come after you yeah they have like the what is it the i don't know <laughs> There's like young, there's like, there's like young teenage cults in the Freemasons. Aren't now, there? I'm supposed to be the conspiracy theorist in this between the two of us. What the hell are you talking about? I know. About? Well, there's I like the, it. what is it? The, the Job's daughters or something. Is that, isn't that, isn't that Freemasons? Do, I don't, I don't know. That's, Job's that's one daughters thing. And, I don't know anything about. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm very curious. I, I think somebody out there is going to find out the root of this for us. And it's probably going to be very benign and stupid, but I kind of want it to be like, oh yeah, you don't talk about that. You weren't supposed to see that. You weren't supposed to see that. Now the the black suburbans are going to be pulling up outside your house. Yeah. Either that, or you'll just die of um, uh, radioactive poisoning. Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was interesting to walk around the Capitol building and see teenagers getting inducted into some sort of cult blindfolded. That's pretty weird. The blindfold thing is pretty weird. weird, man. <laughs> that's pretty weird. Yeah, that's weird. strange. <sighs> yeah, so that was that was exciting. Anyway, that prevented me from going to Journey last night. Oh, I see. You were all wrapped up in the conspiracy mind, like going all a beautiful mind yeah. with the yeah. with that the possibilities of the conspiracy. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. We yeah, uh, watched. Uh, Ready Player One last night. That's a good movie. One of my daughters was out doing something, so the three of us watched Ready Player One. Oh, I love that show. My younger daughter hadn't good. seen it, and yeah, it was. I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's a lot of uh, 
it's just a great plot and it's uh mm-hmm. it was just a lot of fun actually i agree mm-hmm. <clears throat> we uh we 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 subjected ourselves to popcorn movie ridiculousness last night and watched the most recent installment in the ongoing uh, uh ridiculous science experiment that is jurassic park world whatever the hell there's like the most recent one like is jurassic world jurassic whatever jurassic we did it again i have to date not seen a jurassic park movie hold the fucking phone i knew the first one i knew no i've never seen it you didn't see the first one when it came out doing other things when it came out I feel like those things would have lended itself for you to enjoy big yeah. dinosaurs marching across the screen. I don't know. Our friend Joey, uh, I'm sorry, Joey. I know that's kind of your thing, but I, <clears throat> I've never yeah. seen a Jurassic Park movie. Full disclosure. I don't know. Maybe it's just like the kid in me loves the dinosaurs. But at this point with the Jurassic Park movies, it's like it, it's so ridiculous. It's like over the. T- I mean, you know, why? Why are they people- jumped the prehistoric shark? A hundred percent, a okay. couple of times over, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where you just watch it, <clears throat> and just to, like they. That's what Kirsten and I were like. Now this is going to be dumb, but we're going to enjoy it. Like you, sure. you have to kind of set aside your critical mind and just. Accept so basically, it. turn your brain off and enjoy the ride. Turn it down. Down. You don't. You can't turn it completely off because then it. You know, you just have to turn it down a few notches and just enjoy. Because they brought I, back, they bought back like a, original members of the Jurassic Park movies, like Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern and yeah. paycheck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got a paycheck for sure. Uh huh. So that was interesting. So, have you watched any of the Poker Face show? Yes. I'm uh I'm about I don't know a few episodes into it I love it I subscribed to Peacock just to watch it. It is fantastic. It's fantastic. Kirsten, I don't know how Kirsten got wind of that, but she's like, we need to watch the show, and mm-hmm. and we watched um, Russian Doll with Natasha. Oh Leon yeah, I love that Netflix. show. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh great, and then I'm like, I don't know if I can deal with another t- Natasha Leone because I like her, but I. She kind of has one thing. Yes. You know? She's very good at that one thing. She's very good at that one thing. Uh-huh. And they build the whole show around her doing that one thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can handle that thing. And like 20 minutes into the episode, I'm like, or the pilot, I'm like, yep, uh-huh. this is great. I mean, uh-huh. well, and Adrian Brody and. Oh, he, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's great. So, Not- so what's who's the guy that plays the henchman adrian brody's dad's henchman i forget um, his name but brat benjamin yeah. Bratt. yeah so here's the deal is that we started to watch the first poker face with the fam mm-hmm. and when the dick pics came out we're like well ah, maybe we'll watch something else <laughs> and uh and uh because i mean it's it's a little dark right super dark dude it's exactly. like it's also like really bloody and gross and like yes violent. so we're like okay maybe so at some point in time holly and the girls had watched miss congeniality which also has benjamin rad in it oh yeah yeah so they're like well let's watch that and i'm like i've never seen that either so fine whatever we'll watch that sure, sure. And that for me fell into the category of popcorn flick to the extreme yeah oh yeah i mean it was okay it had a couple laughs sure. Michael Caine was getting paid, you know. Yeah. yeah. That guy watching him, like he's an act, he's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of cheese it up was funny, I guess. Yeah. I, I, that must have been an awkward moment, though. It was a little. It was like the girls got a peek behind the curtain. You know what I'm saying? Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I always yeah. remember those awkward, like you're watching a movie with your parents and then uh-huh. it's like the sex scene comes up and uh-huh. they show a little too much uh-huh. and, really and no it goes reason. and it goes on a little too long. Uh-huh. You know, it just feels like, boy, that felt like seven years sex scene in the world. Uh-huh. My dad would always do, we always give him shit, but he would always do this thing and he'd be like, 
<laughs> he just clears throat a bunch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was right. like, sure. Yeah. Cause it's like, what do you do? Well, nothing. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could fast forward through it. I was not, was not if you're in the middle of it. Not if you're in the middle of it, because you're and, not. And, gonna... and when we were that age, there was no fast forwarding. Yeah, right. Because you'd overshoot the mark, you, and then you'd well, have to rewind. I mean, if it was on like HBO or whatever, you just had to sit and take it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Sit and take it. Right. <laughs> I, I was don't know. The... I... Go ahead. I was watching a movie, you know, with a very conservative family once, and they had teenage kids, but they were very like. We don't let them see anything. And they would fast forward through all the sex. But when people were getting their heads blown off, that was okay to watch. And I, thought I, that was, I thought that was a very interesting me, dichotomy. The, and I, that's, a, that's a uniquely, I think, American thing. Yeah. Violence yeah. and gore is yeah. bring it. If we can get, you know, a, a macho guy to kill all the bad people in a very graphic way, that's yeah. totally fine. But God forbid there's any physical intimacy or you or know, love between yeah, two love. People. Yeah, no, that's we can't have that or a breast. I don't want to explain what that is. There's anyone. no right. We can't. And that we're kind of the only country that's like that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I, I That to me is just I, it boggles my brain. Mm-hmm. 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 What were you going to say a second ago? I don't know. Oh, there it went. There's that the dichotomy of like, well, and this goes back to uh, Mary Pfeiffer's book, uh, reviving Ophelia. Have you ever read mm-hmm. that? I have not read that, but I oh, know just hi- highly recommend this. The, the thing of like the expectations on women in America are to be simultaneously virginal and really slutty. Right. Right. <laughs> it, right. You know, you, you have to be one or the other. And sometimes like simultaneously and and you have to be impossible pretty much you have to be impossible right and um and so and that i think is just the aforementioned movie violence thing is just all Mm -hmm. part of that Mm -hmm. because you can't actually have like a real woman (laughs) right right Mm -hmm. do you think that i mean i i I do think that the celebration of violence is also <clears throat> sort of wrapped up in like popular culture's adherence to make sure that toxic masculinity still is celebrated. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Like, that's probably why like intimacy and the feminine and uh, sexuality and sensuality and vulnerability is so taboo. Right. But we do need to make sure that people see that, you know, violence, domination, toxicity, and, you know, not giving a shit about who you're harming is still witnessed by everybody in the room. Yes. And celebrated. Yeah. Well, but see, the violence is always in the name of the good guy killing them. Yes. Right. So we need to make sure that's still indoctrinated into the kids in the room. Yes. But we can't let anybody see somebody be sensual. Right. Because sensuality or, is, well, that's Satan. Right. Well, especially especially if the woman character is enjoying it. There's no way that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. There's no you know? way. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. Do you remember the movie uh, Pleasantville? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that show the other day just because it's so apropos of what we're going through again here in this country right like this like this this puritanism this re yes doubling down on being puritan and wholesome. yes make america yeah wholesome yeah. right M- make america wholesome again got news for you never that wholesome well and it's not even if that's like this projection of morals that are really it was really askew you know what i mean like i i, I guess i i I'm thinking of this strange, like, you know, speaking of the Nebraska Capitol, the the weird bills that are being introduced this week that are they're very not weird. They're horrible. The bigoted. They're, mm-hmm. I, they're weird to me because I don't I don't see the correlation between they're all, they're all part of the playbook. It's happening across the country. Right. And I don't think that like, 
you know, and what we're talking about, folks, is like the the bills that have been introduced, you know, the anti-drag bills, Mm -hmm. the, the, you know, gender affirming health care question is being under attack by the conservative movement. And and then so the similar bills came up in the Nebraska unicameral this week, and it's mm-hmm. you know that we were filibustering well, and then that kind of got that lifted, and so now we're gonna have to actually fucking see these people mm-hmm. vote on this stuff. We're but gonna anyway, see uh, the violence inherent in the system. In the system. <laughs> yeah, uh, because I don't think that the point of it is really even. And this, you know, go back to your Pleasantville question. This like weird. At some point, it's becoming really, really clear that it has nothing to do with wanting a certain morality and everything to do with fear of what they don't understand and bringing up the dog whistle questions so that everybody can be afraid of the boogeyman without... I don't think they really want or care if the laws get passed or not. I think they just want to raise the question so it can go all the way to the top so then it can be the law. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really, I don't know that they really understand anything, anything, because I think it's just like, we want to, we want to talk about the hot button issue and get it out in the world. At some point it's been decided at high levels that the boogeyman is drag shows and trans kids, right? Not extreme global climate change. No, not uh, how many kids have been shot in schools this year? Right. Those aren't important. No. What is important is, um, well, drag shows, which have been going on forever. Ronald Reagan was in a fucking drag show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, that, that's it, that's what's actually important. Well, the the, the thing that's confusing to me the, is the, the, the whole the the the, and I think John Stewart's been really kind of pressing on this. lately the desire to protect children but they don't really want to do anything to actually protect children because they want to protect guns and they want to protect profits yes so they make up this thing it's the same it's the same horseshit with abortion it's like this whole idea they it's this muddy morality that they can kind of hide behind but it really doesn't on the ground do anything for no. their particular but, cause but it does hurt actual people it hurts actual people mm-hmm. and it is a scare tactic right because, yes because it, all we have to do is present the conversation that uh lgbtq plus folks don't uh we don't want them to exist publicly and we raise the fear of that then we may get to silence them. I don't really think they really want to enact these laws because purely based on just the, the, the wording um, there are, there are children's theaters that can't do what they do if they fucking pass that anti-drag shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's like, that's never been uh, remember the, the second our former president got elected, all those travel bans. Yeah. Right. Huh. There's no logic behind it. There's no plan. It's literally just to disrupt and to hate. Yeah. And to stir like, shit. And, uh, and uh, there's no actual plan other than just to make people upset. Right. It's just. And to leg- hurt people. It's, it's legislating bigotry. 100%. Yeah. That's, like, see, that's why. That's why I'm like, why is that weird and confusing? <laughs> it's exactly what's supposed to happen. It's legislating bigotry. That's it. That's the that's the game plan. Yeah. That's literally the plan. Is it like they feel like they got some sort of win with the Supreme Court in abortion? And so now they're pivoting to big like homophobia? Like if we got This is straight up this is the fascist playbook. Yeah, right. That's I mean, this is this this is not new or surprising or weird or anything. This has literally been done time and time and time again over throughout history, and we're falling for it again. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not falling for it. I just don't know exactly what. 
Well, I, I mean, say we, what, I mean what, our what, nation. Right. Well, what do we do? Like I, I, on a real, a, a real question is I, I, I think that we have all learned, at least I have learned there's a difference about the, the, uh, the privileged white moderate uh, Democrat. <laughs> there's a difference between having those opinions, but continuing to do what's in front of you versus sacrificing a privilege in order to make actual change. That's what I'm struggling with because there's a part of me that wants to kind of continue to be like, Oh man, yep. I'll say it on social media or on my podcast or with my students, but I'm not going to fucking do anything. Like, I don't even, I I don't, I don't, I I, I mean, that's what I want to investigate. I'm not saying I don't know what to do, but I want to continue to investigate. How do you actually you know, that's I need to read that booklet on tyranny. I really do need to, you know, I need how do we disrupt this? Because it's it's really I mean, it does feel and and this is me as a privileged person, sort of I, I get the, the backlash here. But, you know, when they started talking about legislating how people could present themselves in public, I'm like, that's touching on like, yeah, my work as a theater artist at the very I, I, I am a straight white cisgendered male. None of this stuff really touches me, so I can really wash my hands of it. But I'm like, okay, now they're encroaching on all these other. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. not like I'm just now outraged, but I don't know exactly what it is I can do. <laughs> I mean, I can attend the things, I can vote, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think that if you know a critical mass in the bigotry of legislation movement here, it's just gonna. They're just going to start taking away personal freedoms here. Okay, so here's the 10 steps. Are you ready? Let's hear it. One, and this is from, um, there's a lot of these lists, but this is from a document called Letter to of Warning to a Young Patriot by Naomi Wolf, uh, um, The End of America. And this is from 2007. Oh, wow. Ready? Right. Uh, the steps are one. Invoke a terrifying internal and external enemy. Check. So, yes. Uh, two, create secret presence where torture takes place. Oh. Check. Is that, is that what I saw at the Capitol the other day? <laughs> Maybe. Or, you know, Guantanamo Bay. Or, yeah, okay. or the site or the black site in Chicago or whatever. I mean, they right. exist. Uh, okay. Um, three, develop a thug cast or paramilitary force not answerable to citizens. Ooh. That's basically every police department in the country. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four, set up an internal surveillance system. Uh, big fat fucking check. <laughs> <laughs> um, five, infiltrate and harass citizens groups. Ah, uh, there it is. Check. Yeah. Six, engage in arbitrary detention and release. Okay. Check. Uh-huh. Seven, target key individuals. Check. Check. Mm-hmm. Eight, mm-hmm. control the press. Ooh. Check. Right. Nine, cast criticism as espionage and dissent as treason. Oh, yeah, that's all over the place. Getting pretty close. <laughs> and ten, ten, subvert the rule of law. Oh, yeah big fat check so hearing that and seeing like oh yeah we're done yeah mm-hmm. the, the frog is in the boiling water yeah mm-hmm. this has been happening for a long time it's been a long time coming and what I- we're seeing now in the last six seven years is um it's getting so like the, 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 um, the snowball has rolled so far down the mountain mm-hmm. that it's really huge and moving really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't have any, I, I mean, <clears throat> this is where I'm, this is where I really appreciate you and I's conversation. I'll, I'm going to get real for a second because oh, we, boy. Get to, we get to this point. <laughs> We get to this point, you and I, always, 
on or off this podcast and mm -hmm. I all you allow me you you pr you propose this stuff and I start thinking even more you know philosophically but I, I'm kind of at this point where I'm like and I think that Kirsten and I have talked about this too like I don't think though that that this because I believe I believe your your statement there that the snowball is already at the bottom of the mountain well we're not at the bottom the, yet but you know, but when the snowball yeah. gains enough momentum, it it's it's inertia at that point, and it will, like, is this just the chaos of it hitting the bottom of the mountain? Right? Like, there's no there's no way that this is sustainable. This isn't. This is meant to gain and destroy. Mm -hmm. It's not meant to build, but it's all stuff like this is always meant to break apart. It's always meant to fall apart. I don't know. I I think I don't think that um, Hitler thought that in 1933. <laughs> I, I I know. I know. I don't think but from, that he thought that. But from a from a from a witness's standpoint, if you can witness it philosophically, it when you're in the snowball, you're protected. But sure. when you're watching it roll down the mountain, you're like, oh, that's gonna that's gonna fall apart. And and well, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt a lot of first people. It's and gonna run over. First, it's gonna run over the village. Yeah, that's the shitty part to watch mm -hmm. it run over innocent victims, right? right? People that had did not sign up for its path. Um, but I think there is like a it just seems too ridiculous for it to be like this building towards something. It seems like this ridiculous last gasp of hate, bigotry, misogyny, fascism. I, I do. I mean, I think to a certain extent that. I mean, I think the last gasp thing is applicable. Mm -hmm. I, I looking at the I'm going to say the word boomer, but a few boomers in my life that look, you can just see that like it's like the they're really struggling with the idea that the world has like their way of looking at the world is so you can't look at a lifetime of belief and say I was wrong that entire time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't like that's not going to happen to to just admit that the that the emperor is not wearing any clothes or the, yeah, they, or, or even signed worse, up to even worse that the hippies were right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. like that's like I, I, that's not a thing that's going to happen. Yeah. So what's left to do? Keep fucking that chicken. Keep fucking that chicken. That's right. Mm hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm hmm. Yep, just yeah. keep doubling down. Well, I, I, I have don't, to. I, you know, so how do you? <sighs> well, I there's an interesting correlation. This this is a callback of a topic that you and I have brought up and stuff. But the, you know, there's I've been I've been kind of eerily fascinated with the conversation in Congress right now about banning TikTok because <laughs> because. <laughs> Oh, have you seen any of these? Have you seen any of the uh, the questions that have come up with this? I have done my resolute best to not pay any attention to that because it's all a circus. It's it's, it, it's bread and circus or whatever, right? It's smoke yeah. and mirrors. But what's funny is to watch these boomer Congress people ask the CEO of TikTok, like, and as an IT guy, I think you'd have you'd have a good time just watching this because somebody's like, uh, okay, so, uh, sir, yes or no? Does the TikTok actually can? You know, does it connect to my home Wi-Fi? Is am I hearing yeah. that correct? And then the guy's yeah. like, uh, "Yes, the app does need the internet to work." <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you idiot. Know, but, but the the you know, they're they're grilling this guy in a way that is is different than the way they grilled Mark Zuckerberg, right? And they're they're connecting the. I I, I guess the long story short is the people running the show do not know what's going on which makes me go back to my earlier point that when this shit dies out i i have a i have a weird faith in a younger mindset in this country that because of the information they've been so freely given access to mm -hmm. that there isn't there is a they're gonna look at shit like this and laugh you know what i mean well like, i hope so I mean that's that's the last gasp, right? Like the let's get as much laws and fascism in place because that's you're right about that. 
but there's also very powerful f- systems are in power are going to keep they're going to do everything they can to stay in power and yeah. we're now looking at an era of young people that are 100% well I can't say 100% but a lot of them very much um they've lost the ability for deep thinking mm. have no attention span uh because of smartphones and very powerful corporate interests invested in turning those little minds into um, automatons. Mm. And that will, and I'm not saying this is not a blanket statement. Um, I hope that they're like just watching ready player one last night gave me Mm -hmm. hope. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, But if we've learned anything over the last, seven or eight years in writ writ large is that propaganda works and it is insidious and um it it, it's it can be injected into information streams in ways that are very hard to discern yeah and so when when uh like that's going to and 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 also it's no coincidence that critical thinking is being attacked. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I I I totally agree. So but, I, what I'm really hoping is that there are enough <clears throat> woke children how dare you. I know. <laughs> um that look at all this and think you people are suicidal morons and and that's what i was gonna say is that i think there is like <laughs> I, I, I hope so i am i am constantly surprised especially with the students that i work with i am constantly surprised at their ability to uh welcome and accept ideas that are not theirs right and maybe mm. that's just that's just kind of the dna of the liberal arts education perhaps sure but, um, see you live in your liberal elite bubble <laughs> You don't know what's really going on in the world, Joel. But I, but I also teach at a place. To, that, they're coming to take your your guns. But it's not like they're coming to take your guns, Joel. I don't teach at Berkeley, right? Like this, this, this is a small Midwest operation here, and I have students that are from a lot of different political factions and backgrounds than I am. You know that are remarkably open to conversation that is. That is challenging. That's because they've been indoctrinated by that liberal education system to think <laughs> that they need to go get more indoctrination at your higher learning institution. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, to, to your point about woke children, right? Like that you're you what you're doing is taking kids away from God and guns. You're trying to take the <laughs> trying to take the guns away from the kids so they don't believe in God anymore. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. You're taking God away from the gun kids. You know what? I am. I actually (laughs) am. If that's all I could do, if that's the biggest action I took before I shuffle off this mortal coil is to take God and guns away from kids, then I feel like I've won. That's your... that's your hot button. If you've listened to this podcast all the way to this point, you can quote me on that. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm so glad we're doing this. I'm just like, no, I don't want to take away people's belief systems. But when it's tied to bigotry and violence, I yes. absolutely do. My 100%. point I was trying to make earlier was that I do think uh, here's here's the double edged sword, right? Is that. Student, I do think that young people, yes, are becoming more woke. The 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 bigoted boomers are going to die off, and but the problem is, is that the system has tried to hold on to being a system so tightly and done so much harm. And this particular generation of people have lived through atrocity after atrocity that they have zero zero faith than any sort of constitutional system is going to work for them so they don't give a mm. shit right. right which could could you know uh allow them to make new systems and change things and update things or whatever but i my thought is they're going to be like no i'm not going to i'm not going to play government because it doesn't work why would i play government that doesn't make any sense you know which i can get hip to but 
That's yeah, just gonna be. You know, who we, you know who we need to talk to is our friend Paige. Oh my God! Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have her come in and address this exact issue. I'll reach out. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what she's doing. That's precisely what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Tell me, because she's. I would. She would probably be squarely identified as a millennial, right? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. How do you? Why do you give a shit, Paige? Yeah. You know? Paige, if you're listening, we'd love to have you answer that question. Kirsten actually was texting with her like this weekend. So I will see if she's hip to it. That'd be great. She works for a big time, you know, politician. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if she'd have the time, but yeah, she can can take an hour for old friends. Maybe, maybe I'm kind of I'm like, you know, like, yeah, that's the question. Like people like her, people like Joey, our friend Joey that you mentioned earlier. What should get him on? Why? Do you think a younger generation who's watched a system continually dismantle and fuck up their experience over and over again? Why would they? Well, here's the thing. Here's the flip side of that is that have you seen the intellect and the cravenness of the people that are fucking everything up? Matt gets. Oh, my God. Right. Lauren Bober. I mean, those people are. Well, they're not exactly morons, but it doesn't take much. No. And that's the problem is that if those idiots can get elected, you'd think a smart person with morals and scruples and a a, a moral compass would be able. Maybe that's the key, though, is not having a moral compass. Well, there's that. I'm like, I'm like thinking about, I mean, even even on the left, right? Like even the folks that we've painted at like, you know, I Mm -hmm. have to imagine that people like Pete Buttigieg and uh, AOC AOC and Barack Obama, Ilian Omar have had to like s- compromise oh, to get yeah. enough dollars. Oh, 100%. To you know well, what I mean? AOC's campaign is pretty self funded, I think. And just what, like, just didn't pull her out. Like, I don't know. I don't necessarily have her on a pedestal, but yeah. watching her skewer her detractors on social media is hilarious and amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these idiots come after her, and she's just like, bats them away. You're a moron. You're a moron. You're yeah. a moron. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, yep, you go, girl. Yeah. That does give me a little bit of hope. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, that's right. I was a bartender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, love- that, that, that's all you've got against me. That's all you can do is when she was a bar. Yeah. I was actually. I totally was. I totally was. And I'm sorry. What's the problem with that? Yeah. I actually worked a job and that's yeah. the thing you celebrate in your campaign speeches. So what's the problem? What's the problem here? Right. I wasn't groomed from birth to be a suit. Right. I, no, I, in fact, wasn't born a billionaire. Yeah, that's a good question, man. And I, I feel like that's that's a really interesting because I think that you and I've had different perspectives of this conversation a few different times i'm like we really should ask the people like page that are doing (laughs) right that are young younger than us significantly younger than us that are Mm -hmm. embedded in the system and say okay is it really possible or should we do we stop bitching about it (laughs) is that oh my gosh you know like it tell us is it is it is there any hope left or should we just move on to other things. What's what's what would somebody embedded in the system answer that question with? Nah, there's no hope. I'm just basically riding the gravy train. Maybe. I don't think she would say that publicly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna I'm even amuse about gonna it. Publicly say, yeah, the system's complete, completely corrupt. I'm really just in it for the money. Yeah. Hoping to get a nice consultant job eventually. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, move into the private sector sometime. Yeah, well, we'd just spend a little few years in government, make the context, and then become a consultant. That's the that's the deal. And then become a Beltway Bandit and uh, retire at fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll see what I can do. I'll see <laughs> if I can make see if I can make that come happen. Come on and come on and, re- and 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 issue your rebuttal page. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. We know you're doing the good work. Yeah. 
And that's the thing that's hopeful is like, I know people, not a lot, but a few people that are in positions of authority actually within our governmental system Mm -hmm. that are genuinely good people. I know it's not all rotten. Well, yeah, that that, uh, I can go back to back to last week's conversation. Bob Browner saying, if there's anybody else that I thought could do this better, I would encourage them to do it. I thought that that was, that was a really good earmark of somebody that is, is, is genuinely void of some ego about it. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just care about these issues and I happen to have the credentials to do it and the willingness to do it. But if somebody else were better, I would push them forward. I, that's a sentiment in that. That's, that's something to be, you know, on the lookout for your local immediate politics. Well, that's, you know, I, I know he's a divisive character, but Michael Morse said this for decades, get involved in local politics. I know, you know, you know, get who involved I see. in local politics. I, Run I know for elections volunteer. Yes. And so here we are spouting our yaps spouting our yaps, spouting our yaps. <laughs> well welcome down to the yap store because we've got a surplus we're just spouting our yaps here on the corner yep 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 right and yeah, it's not a lot of good that's doing god damn it joel maybe we got it feels like it feels I, like i'm doing it i understand <laughs> there's From... no question we're doing the lord's work here but <laughs> we're doing a lord's work i don't know sure. if it's the I, I, that's, that's the thing, honestly, like, that's the thing that is like a, a, a a knife to my gut. When I see there's certain people that I think we have mutual friends, our mutual friend, Eric posts about it, like fucking volunteer, right? Volunteer for your local democratic or whoever volunteer. I'm like, but that's my time. I don't want to. Oh. I don't want to give up my time. I just want to spout my ideas and and sell my yaps. Hey, we're not selling yaps. <laughs> we're spouting yaps. <laughs> we're a fountain of yaps, free provide, for anyone we're, around. We're we're providing a service of we're yaps. Providing, we're providing <laughs> we're providing perspective and thought, food for thought. It is okay to your to your credit to your point. Yes, it is a it is a creative endeavor. I do believe that. But sometimes it, yeah. I mean, what is important to keep in mind is that we're just playing characters here. Oh yes, yes. These these two people are characters. No matter what we say, we can take no responsibility for right. characterizations of our personalities that we project. Right. Unless a lot of people like it, then it is a part of our who we are. Unless it gets us in trouble, then it, it's not. Right. Hundred percent. Or it's going to cost yeah. money. Yeah, we're taking. Yeah, it's uh, the uh, Alex Jones playbook there. Yep. It's, it's just a character. But as long as that character isn't dressing as a gender that isn't wasn't there assigned at birth, right? That character's fine to say insidious, you know. Well, that should never happen. <laughs> you can't play dress up. You can't play dress up unless you're saying inflammatory things against and inciting, you know, an insurrection and an overthrow of the government. Then that's a character. But if your character is maybe wearing a dress and some makeup, no, that's not okay. No, that's not okay. That's that's harm. That's harming children. That's somehow. harming children somehow. We're not really sure about the details on that, but <laughs> it feels like it is. Therefore, that's that's the gateway to the path against gun god kids (laughs) that's the gateway because once you start doing that it's a hop skip and a jump to to having people sign a piece of paper to get a gun and that's really going to harm kids (laughs) that's that's what's harming kids yeah Mm -hmm. yeah god forbid somebody (laughs) have to register like they do for a driver's Driver's license license. loan right Oh, that's you interesting have to, about the you loans. Have to, you, have to, you have to forfeit more. Back to the TikTok question. You have to forfeit more of your personal identity to get an app to watch people do dancing than you do to buy a fucking firearm in this country. That's right. That's the way God intended it. <laughs> Haven't you been listening to anything? Yeah. we. Yeah. You can't take away the well-regulated... Militia. 
I what part of ha- not what part of being able to buy a fire gun with a grin and a handshake is well regulated? Yeah, <laughs> it's my I'm freedom. Confused about, I'm, I'm confused about that part. Yeah, it's it's very confusing. Well, Steve, so, I think we did it. So did we? I don't yeah, you're gonna say something. Go it, for it. I, well, I was gonna say back to I've been doing a lot. I'm I'm back to not back to, but well, yeah, kind of back to um, stopping. Stopping as the snowball is rolling down the mountain. I've decided uh, or kind of re reintroduced into my daily life the practice of sitting on the side of the mountain and watching it go down mm-hmm. and not trying to ride it or stop it <laughs> you know what i'm saying like standing yeah. underneath it like ah! maybe yeah. if i yell at it long enough it'll maybe if i think about it hard enough it'll dissipate yeah what does that look like for you to stop what is what is what are what intentionally are the... putting my phone down mm-hmm. and just sitting mm-hmm I could be off base, but to me, that feels like an act of rebellion. I think you're right. <clears throat> I think it's, uh, yeah. I I also think it, it's not even an act of rebellion. It's like, it's a, like, you know, to, to spend intentional time, um, regulating your own nervous system yes. and, and observing, not trying to change. Not trying to bliss out or ignore, but just observing Correct. the human brain. You are re when one does that, it is rewiring neural pathways to to more mindfully engage in the shit that goes on in daily life. That's the thing you said. The key phrase, which I hope I get repeat what you said, which is regulating my nervous system. Yeah, that's. I mean, that has been. That is such a an important concept rather mm-hmm. than my thought life and my actions being dictated by a nervous system that is frazzled mm-hmm. and yeah. fragmented and mm-hmm. afraid and just always on some sort of heightened state of ah! well, or yeah, that it's imagined or real, we are putting ourselves, you know, in the wild to be killed by lions. Right. Our- them. Every time we pick up our phone or go right. to work, go to the grocery store, to the bank, yeah. And so that, like, that is like what a. And maybe everybody does this, and I'm just new to the party. I don't know, but like that's a to actually be able to see, like, oh, I'm, I'm agitated right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'm well. Welcome to the party agitation. <laughs> I got to go do this now. So. Um. To have some I, awareness of that is it's, it's just revolutionary. Well, the, yeah, because what I have found in the in the pathway or the the practices that uh, you know, and this correlates to everything we've talked about today. Like all I own, all I have are my actions. Mm-hmm. That's all I have. Everything in my life, I will be separated from. I will be separated from everyone I love, everything I quote unquote own, everything I do, all my my ego story, every family member, loved one, child, partner, friend, I will be separated from. All I own are my actions. And uh, if I don't have a well-regulated, <laughs> a well-regulated uh, nervous system. I will react poorly and I will have to own the actions of that. Yeah. I'm just glad that, you know, I I don't ever make mistakes. (laughs) Me too, man. uh, On on that note, I literally backed my car into another person's car in a parking lot last week. Oh God. I've, I almost did that the other day in a parking garage. I don't want to hear about your almost. (laughs) Did you? I just did you not hear that? I just said that I just I did that. So <laughs> forgive me for not giving a shit about your near miss. I almost did that, man. That sucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to make that immediately about me. How was that? How was that? God, did you did you have the conversation sucked. with the, the person? Oh yeah, she was taking a nap, 
came got woke up by me it would unfortunately like the damage is not great but it might my like grazed like my right rear quarter panel grazed her left front corner panel and yeah. it, it made it scrape a little bit scared the hell out of her oh, and I'm of sure. course it was in a you know it was at a full parking lot so there was multiple people standing there going <laughs> you just hit that mm-hmm. lady um mm-hmm. which was awesome for me and my ego and uh mm-hmm. so I, I got out and you know she was really cool and like i don't know i mean there's very very minor cosmetic damage um but so i gave her my information i'm like look i'm really sorry mm-hmm. and of course the next day her husband called she's like We're probably not. i mean this is nothing i'm like yeah i agree but here's my information so the next yeah. day her husband's called and he's gonna go get to buy they're gonna get to go on vacation basically nice yeah good for yeah. them because mm-hmm. it's gonna cost a thousand dollars to fix and they're not going to fix it. And right. Yeah. No. They're just going to take the cash. And that, that's, that's the, now we see the violence inherent in the system that you're paying an, enough for insurance. It's like, I want to squeeze whatever I can out of. Whatever well, I'm, I mean, I, I don't, I'm probably not going to turn it. I mean, I hope like, I hope that they don't turn it into insurance. Like they're going to go get estimates. We're going to probably pay them cash to get it fixed. Uh, so it doesn't get turned into insurance. I see. I yeah. see. Mm-hmm. I see. Yep. So wow. that was fun. That sucks, man. Yeah. But your practice, your spirituality, your whatever probably prevented you from being an asshole or just like taking off. Well, I couldn't take off. There was witnesses. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that made it. So well, I did the right thing. I you did the right thing. I could have, I, but I did the right thing because people were watching. <laughs> hey man. Whatever gets it to happen. Yeah. No, I mean, I felt she, like she was really cool once she, you know, came to consciousness because <laughs> we were just waiting for, you know. Yeah. I She was waiting for a thing and just taking a little nap and got woken up by me running into her car. I, I am reminded of a uh, something that happened to me when I was in I was I was in grad school. So I was in California and I backed into somebody in a parked car and they weren't in the car right Mm -hmm. i hit the car nobody saw it and i think i started to leave the parking lot like well and then i'm like fuck and i turned around and we're trying to lead a principled life yeah i remember having that crisis of like well you had the angel and the devil on your shoulders i absolutely did and it was like well what do i do here joel egger you need to go back and leave your information on that car's windshield get out of here yeah leave fuck them they've got insurance <laughs> yeah so i did i left a note and good for nothing you ever came of it oh that's nice yeah that, that's, <laughs> i mean that's one of those things where you're kind of like well i mean that's why you have insurance because some dick like me could just run into you and you know and not leave you it out want to be that guy i did not want to be that guy see but i was also broke as hell and didn't want to have to pay at i dying. understand I didn't have it you know, it's like just trying to squeeze blood from a rock. There was nothing to give. Anyway, see, it all worked out. It all worked out. All right. Well, I think we go- did. I think we did it. I think we did it. I don't know what we did, but we did. We did. We did what we do. We and we're the only ones that do it. That's right. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, Steve. I'm going to. Um. I'm gonna go up. I'm, I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna reach out and try to book that guest as soon as possible. That would be great. Okay. All right. All right, man. Talk to you later. Later. Later.
Don't forget, toot your hooter.